Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome. Yes, Rudy, what happened to you? You booked you booked a consultation today. You're supposed to call me. What happened? It's all right. You can just book another one. Anyway, welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is I am Natalie Pierre Lewis. I'm the host of the show and, he, and the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. Uh, what that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork started. So if you need help with like getting your business registered with the state, hey, Italia, uh, making sure you have a big numbers, DUNS numbers, basic brand protection strategies, all of those foundational things to make your business legitimate out in these streets, those things. If you're wondering why I'm qualified, I'm so happy you asked. Licensed attorney, have been one for 14 years and counting. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. Careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business or law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to make it in business, there are just some things that you need to know. There's no way around it. Um, and that's why I'm here. So if you are in the beginning stages of your business, meaning the startup phase, uh, I want to help you if you know you're finding it a little bit daunting. So I want you to do something for me. I want you to go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. That is the only link in my bio on Instagram. It is also on my Facebook page and my Twitter and wherever else I am. Uh, at link forward slash NPL consulting firm. You can connect with me in many ways. One of the um, easiest ways is you can download the free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. Uh, the second is uh, for, for new clients. If you are a new client, like we've never had any interaction before, I do provide free 15 minute consultations. And I'm so happy that a lot of you are taking advantage of, of these consultations, but I do have to remind you guys that you are consultation set up for today and only two um, you know, were followed, uh, you know, were called me. Now, um, I cannot call everybody. That's why I set it up with the number for you guys to call me because, you know, I'm running around doing a million things. So if you do set up an appointment with me, hello guys, just do know that it's for, it's for you to call me. I'm not going to be able to call you guys. Rudy, I'm not singling you out, but there was a lot of people who set up appointments for today. I thought, you know, and I was like, Ooh, this one and this one, and they just didn't call. But it's okay. It's okay, Rudy. Don't worry about it. You weren't the only one. Okay? But just, you know, tell your friends. Uh, but yeah, so that is what I do. I help you get your business foundation ready. Okay? Um, and uh, what else um, do I want to tell you about? Yeah. Okay, so let's get to the show because we are running a little bit behind. Um, the way that the show works is I pull stories from the news, stories from um, pop culture stories that you guys send me, um, and I take the ones that have lessons that we can learn as business owners, and uh, we talk about them. We discuss them. So this is a time for us to all get our opinions in, our questions in, as long as they are respectful. This is a time of learning. Okay, so don't be afraid to, you know, give me your opinion. I'm going to ask you guys some questions about the stories to make sure you're paying attention. So, you know, be all ears and let's get it popping. All right. Okay. Uh, first story that we are talking about today. Does anybody here have a subscription to Amazon Prime Video? If you have an Amazon Prime Video subscription, give me a movie emoji the movie emoji in the um in the comments if you have 
a Amazon Prime video subscription, give me one of those movie emojis. So it can be like video, okay? So why are we talking about Amazon Prime? Um, so Amazon Prime, it's like any other, you know, video subscription service. Hey, Timor, you pay your, your monthly fee and you get access to, you know, videos and series, right? Now, all of these streaming services, thank you, Rudy. All of these streaming services, they have licensing with the different production companies and producers of the programming that they stream on their, thank you, Sincere39, that they stream on their services, okay? So it's not like Netflix just picks up all these movies and starts streaming on, the, on Netflix. Netflix has to go to the creators. They seek people out and they're like, hey, we want to put your stuff on Netflix. Can we get your permission? And, you know, deals go down in the back. Netflix is money at people. Look, y'all want, if, if y'all, now is the time to get to Netflix, okay? They throwing money at people for programming. Uh, but anyway, Amazon Prime is the same as, as something like Netflix. They just have different, uh, a different selection of movies. Well, apparently Amazon Prime has not been doing their due diligence when it comes to copyright. Why? Because um, a company called Capella Films is suing Amazon for uh, copyright infringement for streaming several movies without this uh, film company's permission. Now, I'm going to yell out some movies, and when you hear one that you have watched, I want you to give me a star in the comments, okay? I'm going to read out the movies that are in question, and I want you to put a star for every movie that you have seen on the list that I'm about to read out, okay? So... Uh, Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. That's a star for me. After the Rain, I have not seen that movie. A Business Affair, I haven't seen that one either. Commander Hamilton, uh, that sounds familiar, but I haven't seen it. Drop Dead Gorgeous, I think I saw that. Fall, The Last Tattoo, Music from Another Room, and Pete's Meteor. So if you have seen any of those movies, it doesn't have to be on Amazon, you know, just give me a star, okay? So Capella Films is basically saying, hey, these six of, these nine movies that Amazon Prime has been showing on their streaming service, they didn't have permission to show it. And they are suing Amazon for everything they can think of. They want compensatory damages, actual damages, punitive damages, attorney costs and fees. They want disgorgement, meaning they want um, the, the judge to tell, thank you for the stars. They want, thank you for the stars, guys. They want the judge to tell Amazon Prime Video, whatever profits you made from streaming these movies, give them up, okay? They want restitution. They want um, interest. And they also want treble damages, okay? What movie since they 39? Uh, Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. So the first Austin Powers, After the Rain, A Business Affair, Commander Hamilton, Drop Dead Gorgeous, Fall, The Last Tattoo, Music from Another Room, and Pete's Meteor. Those are the movies in question. Hello, 76 Grimke, right? So Capella Films... They're like, we want all Amazon's money. They want treble damages. Why? Because they're saying that Amazon did this willfully. Amazon has been streaming these movies since July of 2017. So think about, um, now, I believe Amazon's uh, monthly subscription is about $12.99. 
So think about the number of, of people who are subscribed to Amazon who may have watched this movie. And the, the production companies are supposed to get a cut of that. That's why when you're watching something that like Netflix and after three episodes they ask you, are you still watching? It's because every time you play something, like especially if it's a series, they have to pay for every episode. So they don't want you streaming and they don't want to be paying for episodes if you're not watching them. That's why they want to make sure that you're still watching, okay? It's not because they care about you. <laughs> anyway, um, so Capella Films, they want treble damages because they're saying that Amazon Prime willfully violated their copyrights. And Amazon, and I don't blame them. Amazon is a big company, right? And for you to have this video streaming service and for you to be this huge, amazing company, how did you not clear copyrights with this production company? So I want to ask you guys as a very intelligent crowd, do you think that this was on purpose, that Amazon purposely did not, you know, get the proper copyrights? Or was it just a matter of laziness? What do you think? Because there's no question that they did it. The movies were streamed. The issue is that they didn't have permission. Now, was it that they just didn't want to get permission? They were like, whatever, what are you going to do about it? Or did they just get lazy? What do you think the issue was? Uh, Rudy, are you, what, yes as in they were lazy or yes as in they did it on purpose? Let me know what your thoughts are. Because I find it very strange that Amazon, which is really good at, you know, securing their intellectual property, isn't doing this. Uh, isn't do it, crossing their eyes and dotting their T's. Margaret Massey said on purpose. Um, Sincere39 said Amazon thinks they can do whatever they want to do. Okay. And you know, you guys may be right on purpose. Okay. So everybody believes that Amazon didn't, uh, didn't, uh, did this on purpose. 76 said Amazon didn't want to get permission. But like, and yeah, Amazon got money out the wazoo. Jeff Bezos got more money than all of us in this, you know, live put together probably 10 times, right? So, um, you know, it's it's not really any skin off their nose if they even if they do get a judgment against them. The company is worth billions, if not trillions, right? Margaret said, I think Bezos knows better. I, I The thing is, yes, Jeff Bezos runs Amazon, but Amazon has very, has very departments and I'm sure that Jeff Bezos is not overseeing each and every, um, you know, segment of the business. Not at this level, right? So somebody who handles Amazon Prime Video was not on their job. They either were like, you know, whatever, you know, just slap the, you know, just sue us, we'll pay you later. Or they got lazy. I would, I personally would like to hope that it was just a matter of them being lazy. However, in, ooh, excuse me, in this day and age of rampant, um, intellectual property theft. I find it very hard to believe that the people who run Amazon Prime Video didn't clear these copyrights. Um, so we're going to have to wait and see what the result is between Capella Films and Amazon Prime Video. But for those who do have an Amazon Prime um, subscription, uh, keep an eye out for those movies that I mentioned. Let me know if they're still on there. So Austin Powers, After the Rain, A Business Affair, Commander Hamilton, Drop Dead Gorgeous, Fall, The Last Tattoo, Music from Another Room, and Pete's Meteor. Okay? All right. So we are moving on to our next story. Thank you guys so much. All right. Y'all are, y'all are not giving Amazon any room. <laughs> 
that's fine they get all our money anyway <laughs> all right uh does anybody here live in a condo association does anybody here live in a condo association if you are living in any type of condo association please give me a c in the comments if you live in a condo with you know the hoa fees and all that um because i have a question for you okay i have a question for you and while you guys answer that um i'm going to give you a little bit of background on this case so this is the case of starwood capital versus a south beach condo association um this company starwood capital they are a property management firm and they own a series of trademarks for the phrase one hotel and homes okay so wherever you know whenever they're in business their their condo communities are called one hotel and homes so one of their communities started producing one hotel and homes merchandise so they made clothes and towels and things like that um and they also applied to have starwood capital's trademark on one hotel and homes canceled because their um reasoning is that you know we live here so we can use the the trademark and starwood capital is like no 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 you just live here that does not give you the right to use our trademarks so you can make money on merchandise right think about that you um let so i i'm right by me there is an apartment complex called parkwood apartments right they're owned by a company let's say they have a trademark on parkwood apartments the people who live or manage parkwood apartments they would not be able to then go and start making t-shirts for parkwood apartments without the permission of the company that owns that apartment complex so that is what's happening here all right now condos are a little different because you know you own a condo but a, a condo is essentially an apartment you own right so the management for this condo complex decided we're going to take these people's trademarks and we're going to start making shirts and towels and we're going to pocket the money and starwood capital said you are not an employee you don't have any rights to these trademarks you just live here so they are suing the condo association so do you think that this is a good move by the property management company were they right to sue this condo association that is that that they own for trademark infringement because they were making shirts and towels with this property management company's logo on it do you think that it was a smart idea do you think that starwood capital had the right or was you know to sue this condo association for trademark infringement what do you think what do you guys think hey 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 i personally think it's wrong just because you are able to use something for personal use doesn't mean you can use it outside so kind of compare this to my crafters when you buy these branded um these branded fabrics so you know with your favorite sports team or disney they always say for personal use right hi chanel lena um 76 grim k said not a smart idea they infringe 
Right. So like like the crafters, when you buy these branded um, fabrics with sports teams and Disney and all manner of things on it, right? It always says for personal use. It's the same thing over here. You can live in this condo. You can tell people you live here, but you cannot go out and take our name and make money with it. That is not what your lease, that is not what your mortgage agreement, that's not what your HOA agreement states. So Starwood Capital, the company that owns this South Beach Condo Association, is suing the managers for trademark infringement. Hi, Miss Whitney. Thank you for joining. Y'all go follow my girl, Miss Whitney, at K Rousseau Apparel and K Rousseau Cares. My girl is doing some things in these streets, y'all, okay? Um, but yeah, so Starwood Capital is suing their condo association. Look, just because someone lets you use their mark for personal use doesn't mean that you can go out and take that and sell it. So that is why I picked this story because it was, uh, yes, 76 Grim K, not in the bylaws. Whenever you join a condo association, they've got like a thick book of all the rules and stuff like that. And under no, no condo association is going to let you make merch and sell things under their name without them getting a cut. Okay. All right. So we are moving on to our next story. Very briefly, I just want to remind you guys that you are watching MPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you are in the startup phase of your business and you need a roadmap to get you where you need to go, call your girl. I help you with getting your business registered, getting your contracts, basic brand protection, uh, EIN numbers, DUNS numbers, <coughs> excuse me. All of those things that solidify your business, okay? Um, and you can do that at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. Um, book an appointment, get some of my digital products, go check that out. Um, that's where you can also uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel where you can watch all of these episodes after I, um, after I broadcast them, all right? Last story that we are talking about. Do we have any Nike fans in the house? If you like Nike, give me a sneaker emoji. And then I also need to know if we have any MJ fans in the house, meaning Michael Jordan. If you are a Michael Jordan fan, give me a basketball emoji. So if you like Nike, give me a sneaker emoji. If you like Michael Jordan, give me a basketball emoji. Okay? Eh, 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 eh. Sorry. <laughs> um, so while you guys do that, I'm going to give you a little bit of background. Uh, if you saw in my stories, I posted it not too long ago, there was a picture of two, two of these kind of weirdly shaped stars, and I asked you guys if they were too close for comfort. Thank you, Sincere39. Um, and most of you said yes, okay? Um, and I'm going to explain why I put those pictures up. So, uh... There is a company called Faded Royalty. Has anybody heard of Faded Royalty? If you have, please say yes or no in the comments. If you have heard of... <laughs> 76 Grimke gave me a thumbs down for Nike and Michael Jordan. Dang, you don't like either one of them. Okay, that's fine. Um, if you have heard of Faded Royalty, give me a, a yes or no in the comments. Okay, 76 Grimke has not heard of them. So Faded Royalty, they are a fashion brand. Margaret hasn't heard of them either. That's cool. Um, they're an independent brand, so that's probably why you haven't heard of them. You have a lot of clothing lines. They start independent. They don't have big money behind them. So it's, you, you know, um, so, but, but they're still out here, right? Thank you for the sneaker emoji, TB Moore. Um, and Faded Royalty, they had a 
logo of a six-point star that they have been using since 2000, okay? Now, this company, they had a designer by the name of Corey Hudson who worked with them for some time. Okay, and this is where this is where it gets thick. Uh, so Corey Hudson, um, apparently he, you know how a lot of people are getting collaboration deals with brands. Corey Hudson got a collaboration deal with Nike and Michael Jordan to come out with a series of sneakers and clothing. Um, but the thing is, he was still working for 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 faded royalty. And they found out about it through some publication. And when they went to look at this collection, they were like, hey, that's our logo. Um, so what, I don't know, I guess Corey went to Nike and was like, ooh, look at this, ain't it cute? And Nike was like, yes, it is, let's take it, right? Thank you, Miss Whitney. Um, so Faded Royalty is suing Nike and Michael Jordan for $30 million. Why $30 million? Well, they're saying that the losses that they incurred from Nike stealing their uh, logo, it amounts to $10 million, plus they want treble damages. Now, can anybody explain to me what treble damages are? I'm going to explain it anyway, but I want to see y'all write it in the comments because we've talked about it before. Treble damages, when it comes to intellectual property, um, it used to be that you had to show that somebody violated your trademarks on purpose, you tried to tell them to stop, and they didn't, and so you could get treble damages because they were willfully infringing, they were doing it on purpose, they were spitting in your face, so you could get three times the amount uh, that, that you actually lost, since the other night said Nike just lost 790 million last quarter, god damn, whoo, um, Margaret Massey said three times the amount. Yes, Margaret Massey, yes. Travel damages is when you get three times the amount that you are owed because the offending party was so gross, was so willful, was so awful about it that they deserve to be punished. So Faded Royalty is suing Nike and Michael Jordan for $30 million because Corey apparently went over to Nike and was telling stories, and Nike was like, I'm going to pick up this cute little six-point star, and started using it on the materials. So, my question to you, my educated panel, my smart panel, my savvy panel, you saw the marks in my story. Remember when we had Martine Mango of Seedbox Digital here, and we did a whole four-part series on logos. How many of y'all think that the, um, if you thought, if you think this is on purpose, if you think Nike stole this six point star, give me a red dot. If you think that this is just a fluke, give me a blue dot. And remember, the, the, um, the production designer for Faded Royalty ended up getting a collaboration deal with Nike. So if you think Nike's guilty, give me a red dot. If you think Nike is just an innocent bystander who just got caught up, give me a blue dot, okay? Hey, um, if you, okay, wait, Miss Whitney said, you think, you think this isn't Nike's fault, Miss Whitney? You think that Nike's just getting caught up? Remember, um, Sincere gave me a red dot, so you think that Nike did this on purpose? 
Okay, so we've got one for Nike is an innocent bystander, and we've got one for Nike. Nike did this on purpose. Now, this is not the first time that Nike has been caught up. We, if you have been watching this show for any length of time, since year thirty nine, you know we talk about Nike a lot. They got they um got sued by a footwear brand because they stole their phrase and they had to drop a twenty million dollar marketing campaign because of their infringement. Nike is no stranger. Margaret Massey said Nike did it on purpose. Uh, Sincere Thirty Nine said corporations are never innocent. Hmm. Okay. You know that might be some truth to that. That might be some truth to that. All right. And especially when, after we talked to Martine, remember Martine said. When it comes to logos, especially with big companies, there are no mistakes. They have entire departments that are created to, you know, do logos, to make sure that trademarks and copyrights are in order, and to make sure that you are distinctive. So whenever you see a similarity in these streets with brands, especially with larger brands, know that it is not a mistake. And if you want further information on our logo series, you can pick that up. Go to Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, um, and it's one of the buttons in there. But uh, Logos One Hundred One uh, Seventy Six gave me a red dot. Said took me a minute to find it. I agree with Sincere Thirty Nine. Corporations are never innocent. Well, we will have to wait and see what happens between all of these guys because this lawsuit has just been filed. I read about it today. But um, hello, King J. Good. But we all know that Nike does not have does doesn't have the cleanest hands in these streets. So I would not be surprised if Nike get um you know is found to be at fault in this infringement suit. How are you going to hire the production designer of this company, and all of a sudden you come out with a with a logo that looks pretty much identical to theirs? I don't think it's a mistake, right? So. Moral of the story is don't steal people's logos so you don't get sued. <laughs> very, very simple. Very simple uh, moral of the story, okay? So we have come to the end of our time tonight. Uh, we have about three minutes. So if you have any questions, now is the time to drop it on any of the stories that we covered or any of the topics that I cover of business formation, you know, registering contracts, um, brand protection, things like that. I want to remind you guys that I'm going to be back on tomorrow, eight o'clock, with more stories. Make sure that you are uh, subscribed to my YouTube channel and my podcast. Uh, take care of yourselves. I'm going to be back on to, um, tomorrow. If you are booking your 15-minute consultation, please be aware that it is your responsibility to call me at your appointment time. I can't call everybody. It just gets too crazy. So when you book your appointment, read the directions because it's going to give you the number to call me, okay? King J. Good said, what sort of business entity should an MLM or direct sales business have um, your, your suggestion? I would say an LLC. Um, I like LLCs because they are the easiest. Now, depending on the amount of volume of revenue you are doing, an S, uh, a corporation may be a better avenue for you. Um, the best way to know what format is best for you is to talk to an accountant. Because I can tell you the legal ramifications of an LLC or a corporation, but an accountant is going to be able to tell you how it's going to affect you revenue and tax-wise, okay? Um, yeah, okay? All right. So that is where I'm going to leave you guys. Um, take care of yourselves. 
and uh, come join me tomorrow. Come be a nerd with me. Let's talk more stories. If you find anything, please DM it to me. I love when you guys send me stories because I know it, I know that it means that you are engaged, okay? Um, so have a good night, and I will talk to you tomorrow. You're welcome, King J. Bye, everybody. Nike.